We have to go back! Welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And today we are bringing you a fresh from the oven, baked just for you, Ooh. another edition of the Movie Trivia Challenge. Challenge, challenge, challenge. Yeah, this is number 15 for those that are Fifteen. keeping track. And you know, Ricky, 15 trivia challenges in, I think, you know, we've had a lot of shenanigans throughout the years with these challenges really goes off the rails unless one of uh, our beloved listeners is keeping us on track with with their questions uh, we've had great quiz masters in the past um, but you know it's just us this time it's just it you and me and I think we can handle it I yeah. think we've grown as people yeah, typically we call in stunt doubles to uh, handle most of our trivia, uh, but you can't see it, but mm. they're very talented. Yes. Uh, but now we're just going to see what, what, it, what it's like with just us. Yeah, and most of the time we need the stunt doubles because it is a beating. But oh, this yeah. time it's just mono on mono. Yeah. Hand to hand? Sounds like man to man, but I believe it's hand to hand. Yeah, uh, th- this is our uh, our, our quinceanera. Okay, tri- trivia. <laughs> well, I didn't dress for that, so maybe we should just see. This is the shenanigans. These you're are right, the shenanigans you're right. I'm, I'm talking about. We I'm just need a respectable, sorry. respectable trivia challenge. Ten questions each. That's right. For those of you joining us for the first time, the Movie Trivia Challenge is a time on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast where we like to test our movie trivia knowledge uh, with quizzes that we create from our own brains to your ears, uh, and we quiz each other. And we sometimes have guests who submit trivia questions. So if you have trivia that you like to share with us or have it be featured potentially next time we do a Movie Trivia Challenge, which is, you know, whenever it ends up happening whenever uh, maybe can, sooner than later with fewer movies coming out yeah right mm-hmm. maybe that's just the name of the podcast yeah it'll be number uh, 16 could be like driving themed that's up to you you know what that's up to you so you can send us an email at flashbackflixmedia at gmail.com uh, but without further ado let's get this party started grayson would you like to go first or actually you know what for the purpose of my Mm-hmm. quiz i'm gonna go second oh okay so i should go first yeah or i should ask you first right yes okay all right ricky i um n- typically typically i have names for my quiz since this is a respectable straightforward quiz with no shenanigans i'm just gonna ask the first question okay all right i'm just gonna name i'm gonna Say something about this movie, and and you have to name the movie. Okay. Real straightforward. A crazy Jack Nicholson causes problems for those around him, but not in a ha-ha or play-play way. Okay. The Shining? See, that'd be the play-play way. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Then I'm going to say anger management wow a fourth one i did not consider oh okay yeah good answer though good answer but for the purposes of the quiz cannot be considered correct you'll see you'll you'll see okay now do you know what the ha ha way would be 
Yeah, haha would be uh, Joker from the 1989 Batman. Correct, correct. So not any of those, even though you've given some great answers. Okay. Then, all right, say say the question one more time. A crazy, well, I should put crazy in quotes. Crazy. You feeling that in my voice? The quotes Mm -hmm. there? Mm -hmm. Hear the swish Mm -hmm. of the fingers? A crazy Jack Nicholson causes problems for those around him. But not in a haha or play play way. Okay, so if it's not in a haha or a play play way, that means it must be in a real real way. Mm-hmm. And Jack Nicholson is the most real. Uh, in I'm gonna say, oh, what is that movie? I'll say if this movie had a sponsor, it would have been Cocoa Puffs. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. That is correct, Ricky. Wow. That is correct. And maybe on a more shenanigan-filled quiz, I will do those fake sponsors for all of them uh, because (laughs) I enjoyed that. That was great. All right, next question. In this recent claymation film, you can explore Japanese culture, but without the dogs. Oh, very nice. Now, oh, now I got stuck on the on the dogs thing because I know what you're saying, and that's really great. Because it's not uh, that one. It's uh, it's not Cujo. It's you're all around it. Cujo right, was I, a dog. Cujo was a dog. Coincidentally, that's like a weird busted up Venn diagram of those three <laughs> movies. But yeah, I want to say it's Kov, not Kovu. Kovu was from uh, Lion King two. Mm. Uh, the the two blades is that the the uh, oh, colon title all around it. It's, oh man, I I feel like I can give you half a point. I'll take a half point. I'll t- yeah. So we'll we'll do a half point because there's Kubo and the two strings. Strings. Yeah. What yeah, are yeah. Str- what are strings but blades of thread? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was Kubo. Yeah, Kubo. yeah, yeah. But half because you got. Kovu and the Two Blades, which I feel like is a respectable knockoff of this movie. Yeah, I think that would be the the fourth animated Lion King movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But this is a straightforward quiz, Ricky. You're right, Grayson. So we're gonna move right along. Uh, in this classic comedy, a couple of Martins are given the chase. Ah, uh, very well done. The Three Amigos. That is 100% correct. Yes. Man, you are trucking along with uh, two and a half points, and we're only three questions in. That's great. I mean, I I feel just because there's no structure to this, I feel like these are preparing me for all of my future bridge troll interactions. Oh, yeah. Movie-based bridge trolls. It, no, it's you, it's yeah. someone who is preventing me from getting into an abandoned blockbuster. He's like, only if you answer these questions. Yeah, very very specific genre of uh, bridge trolls. Um, all right, number four. The superhero reboot saves the audience the trouble of sitting through a second act. Sitting through a second act. Now, Ricky, if I may. Oh, Yes. I told myself I wasn't going to do it, but I can't help it. If you look at the answers so far, Mm -hmm. it might be helpful to you. Okay. We had One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Kubo and the Two Strings, and Three Amigos. There's no, oh my goodness, Grayson. 
It's fan forestick. It is fan forestick. Oh absolutely. my goodness, Grayson! I w- in a million years, I don't think I would have picked up on that. All right, so I can tell you the secret title of this quiz is by the numbers. Wow, Grayson! Wow! Oh, wow! All right, then moving on to the next question. <laughs> Jack Nicholson is crazy. About giving up the classical piano and becoming a blue-collar oilman. I believe wow. it was a play, like a stage play that turned film. Um, oh. But I didn't read too much about it at IMDb. I had, like, so many of these to do. Uh, is it Death of Five Salesmen? <laughs> That's a, a massacre. Like, what a tragedy. No, it's not. They were carpooling. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. This is kind of a deep cut, but, um, I, you remember that book I had of like the, the 101 movies you must see before you die. This was in there. This is considered like one of the greats, but, um, yet not a lot of people talk about it. Hmm. So I will just tell you the answer. (laughs) Look for five easy pieces. Really? Five easy pieces. Pretty hard for a straightforward quiz like this. <laughs> um, but we're going to bounce right back because in this next question, this animated superhero feature has audiences entertained to the max. Okay. Animated feature entertained to the max. It's the sixth question. Not the sixth sense. That should be animated. I draw dead people. <laughs> Into the Shyamalama verse. Oh, man. Five will goes west. Six paces. <laughs> to the to max. To the max. I don't know. You're thinking animated max goofy movie. It's not that. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I, I know. It's I not- could see it in your eyes. It's <laughs> like... Goofy movie, out. Extremely goofy movie, out. Uh, I could see like the animated uh, slot machines of Goofy's face coming up in your eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, Superhero to the max. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of animated movies that have six in the title. I don't think I'm going to get it, but I am going to put a, a guess in. Okay. Um, the Animatrix. Oh yeah, with tricks is like anim animates anime six. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, I love the attempt, but it was Big Hero Six. Oh my goodness, I can hear so many people. Yeah, the the Baymax was a stretch. It was a stretch. Wow, and a Baymax. I I and here's the thing. I was thinking exclusively 2D animated. I wasn't thinking anything. Uh, oh, more recent, CGI yeah, or anything like that. So, yeah, no, that's that's very good, very good. Now, uh, this next one, I'll be honest with you, Ricky. I originally had the answer be seven, just you know, se- yeah. seven, and um, and then I was like, oh, what about lucky number eleven? And I was like, oh no, no, Grayson, don't say all the things. It's not. It's gonna not be. those things. So because eleven. Is not a number. Oh. So my wife wrote this next one. 
Okay. And I tell you that because it's important. Okay. You know my wife. I do. You know the kinds of movies and shows she knows. With that, I read your seventh clue. In this very straightforward quiz, in this 1950s movie musical, oh no, a gruff woodsman and his six brothers go on their search for love. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Wow, you and I got very different readings from that movie. Mm-hmm. You think they were there for love? Was uh, it? Of themselves, I... maybe. Oh, man. So let's let's tally up what we have here. We have a gruff woodsman. Okay. And six brothers. Mm-hmm. Looking for love. Let's say ideally there would then be a partner for each of them. Mm-hmm. So what does that bring the total to on each side? Ah, 14. It would, but this is the only one where we use the number twice in the title. Seven by seven. Hmm. S Club. S Club seven. You're thinking of Slevin. I am. Yeah. That's what the S is for. Uh, oh, man. Griff Woodsman, Six Brothers, 1950s. Is it animated? No, I believe it's live action. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie musical, but live action. Cool. Back in the 50s, that was like half of them, right? Right. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure this is also just a musical musical. I heard they call them musies. Like newsies, but with musicals. Newsies. Uh, I am going to say... Seven guys and seven dolls. Oh, so close. Seven brides for seven brothers. Wow. I actually do know that. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I it, it has that obscure connection of like, oh, this isn't the first time that I'm hearing this before. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. I've heard Seth MacFarlane probably reference this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to move right along. Uh, thank you for, for putting the time in on that. Um, this next one, yeah, we're going to, yeah, this is good. This next one, it was a movie, but now it's a TV show? Is that the clue? Mm-hmm, that's the clue. Oh, great. And TV is misleading. It's not really It's not really a TV show. It's more of a streaming limited series. Got it. How to Lose a Guy in Eight Days. The prequel. The prequel, yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, it was a movie and now it's a TV show. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before where uh, it was a very long movie by a director known for making fairly long movies. Mm -hmm. And then he agreed to have it uh, have extra footage added and then cut up to be a miniseries. Kind of like a pre-Zack Snyder move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Around the world in eight B days? No. I'd say Man. the it, it's the movie was fairly recent. Like okay. within the last decade. We wouldn't be able to review it yet. Right. Okay. Within the last decade. And then the re-edit was like within the last year. And you are on question number eight. Terminator. Oh, I wish. It's weird. I think knowing the number 
Is it make it more difficult? It's making it more difficult because now I'm just focusing on like, where has the number eight been in any of these titles? Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. What, eight? Okay, final answer. Eighth Sense. I will say this director is known for doing very long movies that have ensemble casts and asynchronous storylines. And this fits the bill on all of them. And his name kind of sounds like what we're all going through currently if you uh, spoke like the people who named Lucky Number Slevin. These clues are getting more and more obscure. I feel like I just got (laughs) to proceed. So let me explain everything I just said. Go for it. The director, if you say his name all screwed up like, would be Trenton Quarantino. That's who I thought you were talking about. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, those eight people. Uh, <laughs> I wish it was called those eight people. It's like he really phoned in the title. I thought Kill Bill was short. Those eight people. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I won't get the point, but thank you. That was very good. Yeah, we're looking for the hateful eight. Hateful eight. Hateful eight. They just had so much anger in their hearts. Hateful eight. Man, I am having such a, a terrible brain fart hateful eight should have been the first thing it no, rhymes oh that's right man. it has eight twice in there no you're, you're good you still have you still have time to rack up some more points i actually didn't know that they were turning that into a series it's already out you can, you can watch out? it on netflix yeah what yeah yeah man yeah it's a multi-episode been... series by adding some more content to it wow yeah pretty interesting um all right I almost just read the answer to you. And I'll be honest, I was running out of time and the clues get shorter and shorter because the clue to your next question is improvised sci-fi action film. Improvised sci-fi action film. Yeah. Pretty sure we watched it together at some point, but don't let that throw you off. Not a comedy, but it was improvised. Oh. Like dramatic improvisation. Yeah. Uh, what era? college uh no it was yeah it was like mid 2000s i'm pretty sure okay mid to late 2000s i feel like heroes was still on air if that tells you anything it tells me everything i need to know uh mid to late ah yes district nine district nine yes oh man district nine yep 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 now ricky see that movie yeah it's a it's an excellent movie i need to rewatch it um and I remember it was college era because one of our mutual friends had the poster up in his dorm house. You're right, I don't know yeah. what to call it. Frat house? Yeah. Room dorm? Um, room dorm. Room dorm. Got it in the last one. Ricky, pay attention to everything I'm about to say to you. Okay. Before I read this final question, I have a bonus question. Okay. Real straightforward here. Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger star in this film that today would be considered Fifty Shades of 80s. Fifty Shades of 80s. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Well, I'm not quite at the last question yet. Oh, okay. I see. That's why this is a bonus. Okay, okay. Now, I'll admit, I have not seen this movie, but those who have seem to really like it, uh, especially in Paris. It, it did very well in Paris. It's, I, I don't know. 
Alright, so 50 divided by 80 gives an 81 times with the remainder. <laughs> you give me way too much credit. Oh, okay. Well, it just, it was in the 80s. Oh, okay. I think it was like 86. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say nine and a half men. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you half credit. I'll take it. Because the answer is nine and a half weeks. Nine and a half weeks. Yeah. Wow. Now, for your final question, Ricky, the clue is, welcome to Shakespeare High School. <laughs> Ten things I hate about you. That is correct, Ricky. Yeah. Those are all of my questions in By the Numbers. Wow, great. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> Thank you for... Uh, deceptively veiling this as such a, a non-themed quiz. I love it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Ah, uh, well, thank you, Grayson. So here's the thing. Uh, I, I know I kind of teed it up very, uh, before you actually went. I think it's hilarious how, cause when we just say uh, our listeners or no, when Grayson and I come up with these quizzes, we come up with them individually. We don't consult each other. No, we basically just say, Hey, how many questions are you doing? Yeah, pretty much. It's, 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 that's the extent to which we talk. But mine also has somewhat to do with numbers. Oh, it's in the air. But also, no overlap. So um, I, I'm still hazy on the on the title of it, but um, but it, it's a tie between which came first and um, twinning face-off. Uh, so Arithmaflix. Oh, my goodness. Yes. The new math-based movie podcast. Okay, that domain. Okay. It's available, surprisingly. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I'm math. just going to start with my little intro. Grayson, have you ever noticed how two seemingly identical movies are being released at the same time and wonder why Hollywood studios do such a thing? Yeah, what gives? Yeah. Well, the phenomenon is known as twin films. Twin films is when two films with the same name or very similar uh, plot are produced or released at the same time by two different film studios. And so I have a list of twin films for you, Grayson. Uh, and instead, I mean, here on the podcast, we say that every movie is miracle, hmm. much like birth. So instead oh. of you guessing which movie did better, I want you to guess which movie was released first. So for example, um, this is probably something that uh, I think people have in their mind. The, one of the biggest examples of twin films. Uh, so the movies Ants and A Bug's Life. Oh, yeah. Both are computer animated films about insects starring a nonconformist ant who falls in love with an ant princess, leaves the mound, and eventually returns and is hailed as a hero. Which movie came first? I feel like, and you know, Bug's Life, I feel like it's more prominent, even though it's not as prominent in the Pixar universe. But I feel like uh, Ants came first because I believe it was my first Woody Allen film to ever see. So I'm going to say Ants. Okay. And in this example question that is worth oh, just no in, point, in you are correct. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> no, you did very good. Uh Excellent. So we're just going to keep going down the list and you have to guess which one came first. That's great. So I really have a 50-50 shot for all of these. 
Yes, you do. All right. So um, just to give you a quick kind of qualifier. Uh, so all of these movies in this matchup were released within a year of one another. Uh, so it might be off by a full year. But even if it was released a year apart, chances are that production was happening around the same time. So we're giving that grace. So sometimes it might not even be the same year. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be ahead or behind by a full year. Uh, but just keep that in mind. I see. Okay. All right. So first movie pairing, first set of twins we have is Rookie of the Year and Little Big League. Both are films in which a 12-year-old boy becomes involved in Major League Baseball, which came first. Man. I mean, I I definitely saw both of them. Uh, Rookie of the Year made a more profound impact on me because of the line I won't repeat but it's what the doctor yells. And if you know it, you know it, and that's okay. If you know it, you know it. If you know it, you know it, really. Um, but I'm going to say Little Big League came out first. Oh, so sorry, Grayson. That is a swing and a miss. Uh, <sighs> Rookie of the Year actually came out first, a full calendar year earlier. It was released uh, in 1993. Funky butt loving. That's <laughs> what it was. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's keep it going. Our next set of twins has also twin companions. We are taking a look at the movies K-9 and Turner and Hooch. Oh. Both are buddy cop dog films. One's Hanks, the other's Belushi? (laughs) Yes. Okay, cool. Both are buddy cop dog films about a police officer who gets a dog for a partner. Jim Belushi, though, right? I felt we were just saying Belushi. Yes. Yes, you are correct. John Belushi. Yeah. Um... I think Turner and Hooch came out first. Okay, I'm just reviewing my notes. And you are incorrect. <sighs> K9. Dog gone it. Uh, we had an April release with K9 and a July release exactly a month apart, or exactly two months apart, or three. I'm good with math. Uh, April 28th, 1989, and July 28th, 1989, for Ooh. K9 and Turner and Hooch, respectively. Uh, I see. Now I remember. I was just turning one when Turner <laughs> and Hooch came out. That's why it seemed like it was first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Now we're going to fly on over to the next movie pairing with Executive Decision and Air Force One. Both are films about terrorists hijacking a plane and a rescue team saving the passengers and defeating the terrorists. All right, so I'm seeing a pattern here where, like, even with the Ants example, like, the less popular movie came out first in all of those previous ones. So, uh, like, it was Ants and it was uh, K-9 and and, uh, Little Big League. So... I'm going to say executive decision came out first. Well, how dare you, Grayson? You've broken my whole system. Yes, the executive decision was released in 1996. The problem is this now depends on what I consider to be the more popular movie. But that's okay, Grayson. Even though this would have been a better setup for the Rookie of the Year, a little big league thing, uh, I figured that you would kind of pick up on some kind of theming, Grayson, so I decided to throw you a curveball. Oh, is it triplets? We have a pairing of five movies. What? That have all the same premise. We have Like Father, Like Son, Big, Vice Versa, 18 Again, and 14 Going on 30, 
all portray boys who transform into or who switch bodies with adult men. So I just have to know of the five which came out first? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, could you read them all again? Because I was, my head was spinning. Yes, we have like father, like son, big, vice versa, 18 again, and 14 going on 30. All of these movies portray boys who transform into or who switch bodies with adult men. Man, I loved 14 going on 30. He like experiments on tomatoes and things like that. Yeah, it's something with gym shorts or socks. I'm going to say 14 going on 30 came out first. You are so close, Grayson, on the opposite end of the spectrum. It actually came out last. Oh, great. Um, so, Like Father, Like Son came out in 1987. Did you name them in chronological order? There's a good chance I might have. <laughs> but I didn't check the other dates of uh, all the other ones. However, Big, Vice Versa, 18 Again, and 14 Going On 30 all came out in 1988. Like Father, Like Son came out in 1987. Oh, that makes sense why I didn't know it because... Like the other movies, I also came out in 1988. <laughs> Very good. Very good guess, I should say. Um, <laughs> Very good at not doing what you should have, which is get the right answer. Well, Grayson, we're, we're, we're going to uh, land a little bit closer to Earth um, with our next twin pairing, Deep Impact and Armageddon. Hmm. Both these movies are global catastrophic risk disaster films centered upon an impending impact event that threatens to end most of or all life on earth i'm gonna say armageddon came out first it technically did it was released on july 1st of 1998 so i'm gonna give you a half point for that uh, my goodness how how could i get so many wrong but deep impact made the first impact on may 8th 1998 this might be the hardest quiz you've ever written, Ricky. I am so sorry, Grayson. That's all right. It's kind. It's the kind of just tough scoring that you would expect from a no nonsense quiz. You're right. So I respect right. it. We we've we've been all over the place genre wise. We've mm -hmm. gone body swapping. We've gone uh, to space. We have gone to the 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 canine world. The only other place to go is underwater so we are going to look at a twin pair of movies both are computer animated films that take place in the ocean and center around an anthropomorphic fish characters mm -hmm. that's why we're taking a look at finding nemo and shark tale which came first i'm gonna stick with my system because i went i went armageddon over deep impact and it was not good so i'm gonna go back to the less popular and say Shark Tale came out first. I'm so sorry, Grayson. It is Finding Nemo by a full year. Uh, Finding Nemo was released in 2003, Shark Tale 2004. But Finding Nemo was so popular, it was just in theaters for that long that Shark Tale also was released. But yeah. Oh, good for them. Yeah, good for them. I'm so good sorry. <laughs> Listen, Grayson, all work and no play. Uh, makes for a very boring trivia challenge. So let's go ahead and take a look at some horror. Oh, okay. Movies that were released around the same time. So now we're going to take a look at two movies, The Amityville Horror and The Shining. 
these are uh, identical twins because they have the in the mm-hmm. title so mm-hmm. you know uh so both are supernatural horror films about a family moving into a building where a previous family of tenants has been murdered in which the father becomes the previous murderer ultimately attacking his family with an axe wow that's a lot Very sorry specific. for anyone who has not seen the amityville horror or the shining Spoiler. that's what the movies are about amityville horror uh, seems like one of those that is deceptively old i'm gonna say amityville horror it came out first all right circle gets the square and the axe the amityville horror (laughs) uh was released in 1979 with the shining following in its footsteps a year prior nice just chasing it through the bush maze (laughs) all right so next up let's bring things back to reality shall we Mm. uh let's take a look at two films that are both following a man's life as a 24 hour a day tv show we are looking at the truman show and ed tv i knew this day would come when i'd have to know which one of these two movies came out first and i'm i'm pretty sure i was aware of ed tv but just on the cusp of being too young to really see it but i saw truman show which makes me think that i was slightly older so i'm gonna say ed tv came out first ed tv did not come out first and just like truman my life is a lie (laughs) Uh, no, Ed TV was released in 1999. The Truman Show was released in 1998. I also may be thinking of a different movie. What's the one with all the, the cockroaches? That's a good question. I don't know. I haven't seen all of Ed TV, but mm-hmm. I was surprised to find that it was Matthew McConaughey who was in Ed TV. Are there any cockroaches in that? Not in the trailer that I watched to make sure it was the right movie and that they were close enough in premise. It's interesting that it's Matthew McConaughey because I in my mind, I had saved over him with Woody Harrelson, and they're like good friends. Woody Harrelson is in it, but oh. Matthew McConaughey is Ed. Got it. He is not the aforementioned Ed, nor the TV. No. No, the TV was played by Andy Circus, as all TV <laughs> should. Just his arms, 90-degree angles. <laughs> uh, but speaking of, t- of television, television is a piece of technology that I'm assuming in the future will march forward and i for one welcome our televised overlords so let's go ahead and take a look at some things that robots do we are looking at two movies that are both science fiction films dealing with the theme of humanoid robots seeking to experience emotion and to be human both are also adapted from works of prominent sci-fi authors isaac asmanoff and brian aldis respectively we are looking at Bicentennial Man mm-hmm. and AI Artificial Intelligence. Oh, man. man. Now, Talk if, about... you get this, if you get this correct, Grayson, mm-hmm. I will give you two points. Yeah. Because this is the only movie that breaks my one-year rule. Oh, but it goes beyond that? It does go beyond that because uh, I, I will give you a hint. One of these movies was just in production for so long because of a death of a director. Oh, that's right, because Spielberg had to take over when Kubrick died. Yes. Um, yeah, and he had 
Kubrick had famously long production schedules. Um, talk about one movie where you just cry your eyes out, and another movie where you just stare straight forward. I remember seeing Bicentennial Man at my house, and I saw AI in theaters. I'm going to say uh, that Bicentennial Man came out first. And you are correct, Grayson. Yeah. Bicentennial oh, Man came out yeah. in 1999. You get two points for <gasps> this uh, because AI, artificial intelligence, came out two years later in 2001. Was it the kind of thing where production started before Bicentennial Man? But then, Pro- uh, yeah. Oh, and wow. so, so, so after the death of um, Kubrick, like the the Spielberg stepped in, and it was a really fascinating thing. Or basically, uh, Kubrick was trying to make a Spielberg type movie and Spielberg was trying to make a Kubrick style movie after his passing. And so it kind of became this weird, uh, respectful, ambiguous love letter uh, to each of the directors. Um, and it ended up being what it was. Uh, so uh, I thought that was very fascinating and yeah. worth bending my premise for both of those movies. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's interesting to put those two side by side too, because you know, the success of Bicentennial Man was Robin Williams playing a robot that couldn't help but emote. And then AI, you have Haley Joel Osment, who was directed to not emote. And it's really mm-hmm. tough when you have a lead that is supposed to just be a blank slate type of right. robot. And uh, yeah, that, that would be worth uh, an extended discussion for sure. Absolutely. All right, Grayson. Now we are going to move to our final official question. Mm. And I did this just for you, Grayson. I just want you to know. Oh, thank you. I didn't know this one movie existed. Uh Uh-oh. We're going to look at a a set of twin films that both feature protagonists who go back in time and meet high school versions of their family members played by the same actors. We are looking at Back to the Future Mm -hmm. and a movie I've never heard of before until today. Peggy Sue got married. Oh, jeez, which came first? Peggy Sue got married. Yes. So I'm sure a lot of people are wondering what's this movie about. So I'm just going to give you a brief synopsis of Peggy Sue got married. Uh, Peggy Sue got married uh, is directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, starring Kathleen Turner as a woman on the verge of a divorce who finds herself transported back to the days of her senior year in high school in 1960. Now, I've definitely heard of the movie. My dad used to talk about it, but I've never seen it. I don't know when it came out. Kathleen Turner is helpful. I'm going to say it came out before Back to the Future. It was a bold choice, Grayson. Oh, it was early 90s, wasn't it? No, so it came out after Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, time travel makes all of that relative, though. You right? know what? So, Raisin, so I still uh, no point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will give you a half a point because you don't need to. I I just know that that's one of your movies. Uh, that's okay. Right. So that now, that just reinforces that that's one of my movies because I know when Back to the Future came out. Uh, so I guess the other one couldn't have been early '90s, but like I know when Back to the Future came out, and to me, none, n- nothing else matters. Right, as absolutely. long as that is where it belongs in our timeline. <laughs> Back nothing. to the Future is your Space Jam for me. It's just like okay, so 
some other movies happened before Space Jam, but like, did they really though? There is pre BTTF and post BTTF <laughs> in the calendar year. Yeah. All right. So Grayson, um, as a bonus, um, largely because I almost deleted this entirely, um, uh, but, uh, a bonus is, um, I'm going to give you a movie that is actually very recent. We would not be reviewing this movie on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast because, well, it is not retro at all. But it's just to show you that this happens even today. We are going to look at two movies that um, I'll just say both came out in the same year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, both films feature the protagonist chasing after secret criminal organizations through Austria, uh, Morocco, and London while their intelligence agencies are shutting down. All those we, specific places in both we, movies? Yes. We are looking at Spectre, the what? James Bond 007 movie. Yeah. And Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Oh, that's just bad luck. Um Wow, two very respected franchises as well. Yeah. At least high grossing. Um, mm-hmm. Which came out first? I feel like Rogue Nation came out first. But before you respond to that, I have to add, this is my last bonus question, right? Yes. In any of your studies, did Paul Blart Mall Cop and Observe and Report come up? Because that's what I was expecting the whole time. Yes, Grayson. In fact, they consulted each other um that's nice right it was it was actually really interesting so they they both consulted each other while they were in production because they were in production at the same time Mm -hmm. uh and they were just making sure that there was no overlap um as far as like like we're not doing the same bits or we're not doing the same thing because they they both wanted each movie to succeed and do well in their own right because they both had very specific visions for what they were doing so yeah it, uh, it it did, and That's it nice. was very fascinating. That's good. That's good. Now, are they considered twin movies if they're you know more than a year apart, but share a lot of similar aspects and have the same father? I'm thinking, of course, of Avengers and Justice League, Super Friends, looking for magic cubes, <laughs> a la Joss Whedon. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that is a different custody um, uh, issue. That's uh, fraternal flicks. Yes. Yeah. Frater- oh, man. All right. Uh, I'm just going to get that domain. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation is my answer that it came out before Spectre. And you are correct. In <sighs> fact, Paramount had to advance the release date of uh, Mission Impossible rogue nation to avoid conflict with specter it was released uh july 31st 2015 and specter came out that fall um in october in the united kingdom and then in november um in the united states so imagine watching that being like what the exact same travel plans did I walk? Did I walk into? I what would have been really great is if they're just in the airport and they just cross. You just see, and they're like Shivago, Shivago. <laughs> is that what it's called, Shivago? No, that's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, let me pick something more mainstream for that joke. Uh, like Hotels.com, Hotels.com. <laughs> just just oh. one big Expedia commercial. Yep, absolutely. Expedia. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
All right, Grayson. So what does that bring your grand total to? Oh, man, that's such a great question. I can tally both of ours up. So you got, uh, let's see, that's three and a half and another half and four and that one. You got five points. Okay, okay. Which is very respectable. Um, thank you, and thank you. I had a less respectable score <laughs> of one, two, three, four... And a half. I no lost way. by half a point. No way! But a respectable margin of loss for a straightforward trivia quiz. So yes. thank you, Ricky, for another successful Flashback Flicks movie trivia challenge. Challenge, challenge, challenge. 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 15. <laughs> 15. 15. Uh, th- and thank you everyone for listening and playing along uh, we, we love doing this and we love uh, just diving in and g- getting curious about what, what you know about movies so if you also played along we would love to hear what your score was on our social media on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram we are at Flashback Flicks and it would mean a world of movie twins to us if you could leave us a rating and review on your podcasting platform of choice uh, on a scale of of one to five maybe you can use a uh, grayson scoring of like use a movie that uses the oh. number that you would rate our podcast like if you give it a one you'd say one flew over this cuckoo's nest yeah and also, you know, five rated. be like a five feet apart that was yeah a, a new new distance movie yeah or a fan five stick Fan five stick, Doom's Redemption. <laughs> and thank you. It really helps our show out and it helps it to be seen by people uh, for 15 more movie trivia yeah. challenges. And for those who ever wonder, hey, do we just cut out all the dead air where we're thinking of the answer? 100%. Hundo P. Hundo P. All right, and make sure that you stay tuned in next time right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until then, remember to be kind and rewind. Next time on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. With the new Mutants trailer dropping at Comic-Con at home or online, I forget. Either way, I'm still not at Comic-Con. <laughs> um, <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, we are going to um, look at an old mutant. That's right. We are going to take a look back at the 2009 movie X-Men Origins colon Wolverine. You know, I've been wanting to remodel my bathroom with some CG. Mm-hmm. We're just going to splash some pixels on the wall right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that mm. would really tie the room together. <laughs>